It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. It's episode 259, I believe. It's been a while. I had to really think about that one. So let's get straight to it. Hopefully you'll be able to hear this while it's kind of fresh. But once again, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. I wouldn't bank on it. Let's just say if we're... If someone, I don't know, maybe if the devil came and like offered you uh, some sort of uh, bargain, some sort of barter, and they're like, yeah, let's bet on the odds of old Kenny getting this thing out in the next 48 hours. If you win, I'll give you a brand new car. But if you lose, I'll get your soul, son. You probably shouldn't take that bet that I get this thing out in a timely fashion. I want to, but I've also wanted to record for the past like week or so and only now am forcing myself to do it after basically completing everything that I could in Warframe. The only, honestly, the only reason I managed to pull myself away is because there's one uh, one thing to grind, but it's right now pretty... I don't know. I think they upped the level of difficulty. They I think they hot-fixed it because when I first did it, I got through it by myself just fine. But since then, they've changed the mechanics. They've taken away some of the abilities I have access to in every other mode so i'm just getting slapped up and uh i'm frustrated and uh i've said well screw it unless something changes i actually went and got a a warframe everyone saying if you just bring this warframe so it takes a few days to build and i refuse to put any more actual money into uh, lessening the grind at least for now because i'm running out of platinum once that platinum sale comes you better believe i'm gonna grab as much as i can who needs groceries when you have warframe I get all the nourishment I need from the devil's teeth. But here we go. Let's get right to it. Last episode, I was... I let myself get carried away. I was supposed to be like, hey, this thing happened. I don't know why I'm I'm making myself sound like a douchebag. I don't know why I picked that voice. I meant, hey, this thing happened. My mama almost accidentally set me up with a cancer chick who's probably dying. Well, she'll certainly be dying on the inside if she ever dated me, of course. But she may be dying in other ways that I don't want anything to do with. It's supposed to be a quick story like that. And you go, knee slapper, that was a lot of fun, old Kenny. Now let's talk about world events. Lots happening in the world. Now let's get right to it. By the time you hear this episode, this, like, you're, oh yeah, that did happen. Like a week and a half ago, Kenny, what the hell? But you just always gotta remember, if I were on top of shit... If I were knocking out news stories each and every single day, I would be successful in life and uh, not, you know, much, well, not like exactly like the cancer chick, but in a way, I, I, I too would be dying on the inside. I am dying on the inside, not I uh, would be, I am. It's a rough existence for old Kenny, but here I am trying to bring a comedy show for free. I want to say the masses, but I looked at the numbers. I don't. I don't think that and, uh, qualifies as the masses. Ooh, I but yeah, a couple nights ago, I'm like, you know what? 
Let's do the Kenny Ho show because my plan isn't working. The plan was during the day, I do stuff. I do Kenny Ho show. I do the stuff I've been talking about doing because even though early on, I'm like, oh man, my finances are in the ruins. Get my ass kicked real bad financially, but maybe I can find a way to make this whole quarantine and time away from work and, uh, you know, the economy going to hell, um, you know, be positive like i could do any number of these things i came up with a list was excited really did none of them well there was a month there i got to some of them but since then uh none of them i was like you know what i still have some time i should get to these things but i haven't and um i'm like so during the day i'll get to these things and at night i'll wind down with a little bit of warframe but day after day after day it's been oh i'm just gonna play all day warframe i guess oh yeah i'm just gonna keep going into the evening oh it's nighttime uh yeah you know my plan for the day was do this during the day so i guess i'll just pick back up tomorrow morning tomorrow's a brand new day it's another shot to do what i set out to do and each and every night I haven't done it. So the other night I was like, you know what? Let's flip it around. I did nothing during the day. Let me do something at night. And then I went on Twitter and I felt like someone punched me in the gut when I saw that Chadwick Bozeman had died. I didn't know this dude had this much impact on me. Um, I really did like Black Panther. Like it's one of the very few times in, in life where I'm like, you know what? I want to be black. Because I'm a minority. I, I have faced my fair share of racism. Uh, but I gotta say, I probably have it pretty good compared to black guys. In some ways. Because, you know, in other ways, I've definitely met women in the past. Mm, some of them, you know, at least one of them was attractive. Most of them pretty trashy. But they're like, but they're the th- I've definitely met women who are like, I'm exclusively into black guys. So, you know, in a way i guess they're winning but uh, but i feel like you know as far as racism is concerned they probably eat a lot more shit than i do but after watching black panther i'm like i want to say wakanda forever and not have people give me shit for cultural appropriation and at first i didn't even think it, it was possible like i thought i was wrong that i misread it i'm like well there's no way he's dead like he's the star of the movie Like, it makes no sense, right? I'm like, that's so backwards now that I think about it. Initially, I thought it were one of those sensationalization situations where they'll use a big recognizable name of a show, name of a movie, and be like, let's say MASH. I remember this happening for MASH. MASH star dies. And then you keep reading the article, and it turns out it's definitely not the star. It's just some guy who was on, like, two or three episodes, and you didn't even know he was on the show. And that's what I thought happened here. I thought, again, it was sensationalization. Black Panther star dies. And I figured it would be one of the supporting characters who, when you read about it, you're like, oh, you have to try real hard to figure out who they're talking about and then not care. But I was so surprised when Chadwick Boseman, the dude, like the the star of the show, somebody who's you know a huge part of the MCU, the guy who's carrying this this huge franchise on his shoulders. I'm like, but he can't die. He's not old enough to die. Like, and I thought he was actually way younger than he actually is. But I guess it's true. 
black don't crack because I thought he was 28. Like if someone told me he were like 27, 28 years old, I would believe them. Like, yeah, that's totally his age. But he was 43. It was just still too young to die. Don't get me wrong. But I thought he was actually younger than he was. And um, yeah, it actually sucked when uh, when I found out he died. And it's a little bit strange because I didn't know him. And I didn't really even know anything about him. I just knew that he was Black Panther and uh, he did a really great job. But it just seemed like he was a nice guy. Like, believe me, I've met enough dickhead actors to know that what they are on stage is not necessarily who they are in reality. Unless they're a douchebag on stage or on screen or whatever. In those cases, yeah, they're the exact same person. But usually it's not. Usually people are far less than what their characters are. But for whatever reason, I always thought Chadwick Boseman was a nice dude. And it turns out he is. Like everything I've heard, he's a very inspirational, good person. A young king taken away from us in his prime. He will be missed. Rest in peace. Your legacy is solidified. And now that some time has passed, I guess now I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'll talk about what I think they should do with Black Panther 2, as in not have a Black Panther 2, because I don't don't think they should recast him. I don't think anyone's going to do as good as a job. I think they should uh, make his death a part of that universe, make it part of the story, and not replace him. Or maybe down the line have a new character take over, but they should not recast him. They should not try to replace him. And why I say now I'll talk about it, now I'm comfortable talking about it, because... Honestly, don't get me wrong. It was on a lot of our minds, but it didn't seem right. You know, even the day after he died, I Googled Black Panther 2 and I kid you not, I did this in the morning and it was like 16 hours ago. There were articles about it already. So like five minutes after his death, his corpse wasn't even cold yet. And they're already writing about what's going to happen to this movie no, who the hell gives a shit about the movie? Like, I'm still shaken by the fact that he's gone. Let that sink in. Let, let you know, let the grieving process happen. Even though I didn't know the man, he created something that contributed in a positive way in my life and a lot of other people's lives. Show him some respect. Wait a few days before you start writing articles about the next movie. Mm, I was actually ready to move on from this topic, but... uh I just remembered what I did want to talk about in regards to him fighting this cancer, basically in silence. I don't think it was a known thing around Hollywood and around uh, the media that he had this severe form of cancer that was life-threatening. And it just made me think, how many of us are suffering in silence for any number of reasons? And yet that doesn't stop pieces of shit from treating people like shit we're all we're all dealing with something so unlike ellen degeneres i feel like legit unless someone's being a tool be kind like if someone's being an asswipe themselves and they're not coping well with whatever they're dealing with well at that point it's fair game to fire on them but if it's just nice people who are keeping to themselves quiet Anyone who fires on those type of people just because they're a piece of shit themselves, yeah, they can burn in hell. Hopefully there's a special place in hell for them where the devil has a never-ending supply of lubricant for the old pitchfork. 
But I was just looking at it. I had to double check. Chadwick Boseman had been fighting this for uh, four years, so it's pretty easy to know what year it is. 2020 will be the year nobody ever forgets. So that means it started in and around 2016 or so, which is probably right around the time he started filming Black Panther. That came out in 2018. It's unbelievable. You look at this man, you don't he didn't look like a man who was dealing with battling cancer. He didn't look like someone who was going through chemotherapy. Like look how energetic he was. Look how buff he was. It's amazing. This dude was literally dealing with a terminal disease, yet he found a way to get super jacked and look super super heroic. Whereas here I am, Eh, Not so much in the head, but physically, I'm a picture of health. I haven't been to the doctor in ages. Not just because of uh, COVID, where you can't go to doctors, at least here in Canada. I feel like in America, it's like, game on, do whatever you want to do. But here in Canada, you can't go to the doctor still. You do it over the phone, which is, I might as well just go on that MD.com or whatever, like the the doctor thing, because their guess is about as good as mine. And the doctor that I do have, his guess is about as good as mine. This guy is like the worst doctor I have ever met. Like his medical advice is basically equivalent to my mother's medical advice. She just dispenses stuff all the time. Oh, this is what's wrong with you. This is what my mother, who was not remotely educated, told me when I was a kid. There was no medical or scientific backing, but this is what she was told by her mother. And so now I'm passing this along to you. I'm like, lady, please just take me to the doctors. And not this shitty one. Back when you could have two or three doctors in Canada, please take me to the good one. Even as a child, I knew this guy was a crock of crap. There's been so many times he's been wrong about stuff. Like, I, my family has suffered so much unnecessary pain because this guy has misdiagnosed us multiple times. Cost us money. Like, I remember distinctly one time, my brother just needed, like, a new prescription for glasses. Like, his, he kept getting these headaches. And the guy just kept prescribing him painkillers and uh, things for his stomach when all he needed was a new prescription because the one that he had wasn't strong enough and it was screwing with his eyes therefore screwing with his head this went on for like three weeks to a month and the last time i saw him this was when i was at my fattest i was like a solid two something and yes it had to do with me drinking a lot and uh, eating too much and eating crap but part of it was i was overworked overschooled didn't have any time to work out or rest or anything like that nothing that would do me any good so I had this nagging, nagging cough that went on for months. It was horrible. Like, I thought I was going to die. Like, multiple times, I'm like, I'm going to cough up a lung. Like, I'm literally going to die because of a freaking cough. Like, what a what a coward's way to go out, right? And I kept going to this guy literally for two months. And he just kept giving me medication. Just kept giving me medication. And at one point, he finally was prescribing me stuff. The type of stuff that I imagine Charlie Sheen did to party with. Because both he and the pharmacist were like, so, Kenny, this stuff is addictive. This is codeine. You cannot take any more than what is prescribed to you. And they even repeated that multiple times. I took that stuff and I still didn't get any better. Now, don't get me wrong. Being on this stuff produced some of the most lively laying around I ever did feel. I was partying in my head. I imagined I had 
many friends and attractive girls around who were attracted to me. And when it passed, I'm like, oh, I hope this cough kills me. But I'm getting the way hell off topic here. I just figured I'd throw in a little fun story in there to mix it up from all the, you know, sadness that this story entails. But, um... My point is, I guess I'm a picture of health, except I'm real fat. And that's the point. This dude was battling life-ending cancer, and he got jacked. Like, if you see some of his, like, earlier stuff, he was like a skinny black kid. But by the time he became Black Panther, he was a big, jacked dude. Yet, I'm, I'm like, way the hell younger than he is. Not dealing with a cancer, like, you know, if you want to consider my mother a cancer in my life, but outside of her and the men- many mental oopsies, there should be no reason why I ain't jacked. But here I am, as fat as ever, with no end in sight. Ah, uh, balls. It's all very sad. And unfortunately, it's all very real. But it's time to move on to something else. You know what's not real? Is this Russian vaccine for COVID-19. Like, was anybody legitimately excited when uh, they announced, Yeah, we have it. We've got medicine for COVID-19. Coronavirus bows before the czar. Because I know when I heard it, I was like, ah. So we still don't have a vaccine now, do we? Because, I don't know, maybe I'm being uh, a huge xenophobe or whatever, but uh, not for a second did I back the Russian vaccine, and I don't know why. I mean, if Rocky's anything to go by, their scientists were leagues ahead of the American ones, and they turned Ivan Drago into quite a beast. I thought about it for a second, like, I actually don't know what Russia is known for at this point. Like, when I was growing up, it was Boris Yeltsin is a drunk who loves his vodka. And uh, the KGB are a scary and powerful force. That's all I know about that country. Uh, their former president, uh, their version of the CIA, I guess. And uh, their drink of choice. Good old vodka. That's not the cure, is it? Are they just injecting vodka into people? Their mother told me this is the cure for all things. I've taken many injections of this and I can certainly tell you my symptoms are gone now. Hooray to Mother Russia. I'm like, bro, just because you're numb and not thinking clearly, it doesn't mean you're cured. Like, clearly you're partying and you're having a great time, but when that shit wears off, which it will, well, I suppose the argument is, I'll only stop feeling the buzz if I stop drinking, so the answer here is, never stop drinking. But that's just it. You're drunk. You're not cured. And because of this miraculous vaccine that you ingested yourself, which has just impaired your judgment... And you accidentally sleep with a fat girl, and worse, knock her up, you'll wish COVID kills you. You'll hope there's never an actual vaccine, bud. I know people are sick and tired of COVID-19, but you just can't be like, yeah, we, we just skipped, uh, you know, actual clinical trials. We're just going 
this one seems to work on these three people. Let's just make a million of these things and shoot everyone with it. Because I was talking to my brother when this happened, uh, when the news first broke, and he's like, this is how zombies are made. I'm like, you're right. Because that's the case, isn't it? Like in all these zombie movies, isn't it usually like an inoculation that goes horribly wrong? Somebody injects themselves with like an early trial of some sort of drug of some sort and it turns them into a zombie. And even if it's not turning into a zombie, it's usually the shot, the vaccine, the inoculation, whatever, has undesired results. Like I'm pretty sure this is the exact plot of Morbius. All right, I'm fading fast here, but one more for the road. You watch wrestling? Most people's answer to that is, well, I used to, and like Stone Cold and The Rock were still around. Like, that was good shit. Now, like, John Cena's ruined the company. I mean, they're kind of past that. It's still a pretty shit product, but there has been some really cool talent over the past five, six years. And my favorite amongst them has to be Peyton Royce of the Iconics. Gorgeous, Australian, talented. They say gorgeous because, yeah, she's very gorgeous. But for the first time the other day, I was a little grossed out by her. Because it turns out over the past few months, she's been working out really hard and dieting really, really hard so she could enter a quote-unquote bikini contest. But it's actually like a muscle bikini contest. And it's freaking gross. As I said in the last episode, I know it's 2020. I can't be saying that women are undesirable when they look like men. You know, it's really not cool for me to shame the most muscular, masculine, jacked up bitches on the planet. It's not cool for me to say things like that. But, you know, I'm still going to say it. You know, she had muscles on muscles and abs on abs. It was disgusting, man. It was. I even watched her YouTube video where at one point, you know, where's a beauty pageant? You know, they wear swimwear and we all know where, you know, back in the day when people used to still watch uh, beauty pageants, we're there to scope out the talent. We're there to see some, uh, some hot babes half naked. But it's not so blatant. There isn't a portion where they're told to turn around and stick out their asses. Unlike this bikini contest where they're told at one point to turn around and stick out your asses. And even though usually when Peyton Royce shows her badunkadunk, I'm I'm like, good, I am down, you know? Like, I am captivated. But when she did that during this muscle thing, I'm like, that's so gross. You know, just, I, w- I was going to say, can you just turn back around? But like, that's way worse. I'm like, can, can I, I guess I could just click off this this video i don't need her to get off the stage i'll just get off the the computer here i don't care if it's not cool to say but that is not my idea of beauty like i don't know whose idea of beauty that is like the most muscular freaking women but it hella sure isn't mine like all these women look plastic they're ripped and you can see their ribs and they're all tanned like super tanned no thanks i'm telling you If I were a judge, everyone would lose. There'd be no winners. I'm giving everyone a zero. Like the Miss Hong Kong uh, beauty pageant's actually going on right now. I've taken a couple glances at it because not that I'm like woke and I'm like, oh, not, you know, oh, I'll not treat women like a piece of meat. I will not degrade them. It's nothing like that. It's uh, 
because uh, we, we've come a long way as a society, uh, probably the wrong way if you really break it down morally, but at a click of a button, you're a Google search away from seeing some really hot women do a lot more than uh, wear a bikini and walk around and say some things they don't mean and half the times they don't even know what they're saying. But I had a glance at, uh, at it, even today actually, because it's broken down in segments. I was watching a bit of it and I'm like, oh, there's some really pretty Chinese girls in this Miss Hong Kong pageant. There's definitely, if I were a judge and uh, whether it's offered to me or not, I'm putting it out there. I would be like, so ladies, for uh, some sexual favors, you could seriously put yourself in contention to win something. At least Miss Congeniality, because I know I'm homely. And uh, if you hook up with me, I'll be like, she is Miss Congeniality. She is so kind and likable. Bare minimum, you're probably going to be a top three finalist. If I'm a judge, that's just going to happen. But if these, like, muscular broads came up to me, they're like, so I hear you're, you're down to clown that night. I'd have to roll up my sleeves and be like, sir, how dare you dishonor me? It is time we threw down, like, the men that we are. And no one would bat an eye because in that fight, I'm I'm the victim. I'm expected to lose. She's got 3% body fat and like 150 pounds of muscle. Like she's she's not going to feel any of my punches. And if, even if she doesn't know how to fight, she's been pumping iron for so long. She's so strong. She could just get like a hold of me and like throw me through a wall. I'm the victim, all right? I'm the fairer sex in this particular scenario all right that's it that's episode 259 of the coolest podcast ever the old kenny ho show i hope you've had a good time i hope to get this out to you in a timely fashion but don't hold your breath because warframe is one hell of an addictive drug but lisa prevented me from jumping at the opportunity to date a dying chick and that's kind of a win i guess all right until next time you take care of yourself this has been the kenny ho show and now it's nap time toodles